Good day, Buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for How You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release, and we let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I've got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. I am glad our resident bad boy was able to join in on this smoky, sunny afternoon, especially since the Bay Area feels like we're all sitting around a campfire. And knowing him, it was probably a psychotic day at work. So hopefully our uh, our group this week can power him up. It's Alan Mark. Wow. Uh, hello. Uh, hello, Sunset. <laughs> yes, yes. I will also use that fun later. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, how ha- Okay, Chuck. how happy are you on a scale of 10 to 10 regarding the group that we're covering? <clears throat> oh, week? man. I am a uh, perfect 10. Perfect 10. Mm. All 10s. Yeah. Yeah. All the judges flash 10s That's across perfect. the board. That's how I feel. It's. Uh, I'm just... Very excited to finally talk about all five members of my <laughs> ultimate group. So I'm very happy. Okay, good. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure. Like I said, this episode will juice you up and um, filled with the happiness. We'll, we'll just wash away. Yeah, <laughs> we'll just wash away anything, any bad uh, juju or vibes that you may have had. Mm, oh yeah, prior. for sure. All right, and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. It may be early for us, but he's already saying, hello, Sunset. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Last week, he popped in and out for a quick peekaboo, but we're happy to welcome back our RBB, our really bad boy. It's Steven. <laughs> hello. Oh, my God. I am glad to be back. I was going to do the in and out. Um, but, I mean, I'm glad that I'm back in Sunnyside. Uh, yep. Um, <laughs> but, oh. Okay. So from How Sunnyside, are you doing? Upstate New York. Yeah, I was Sunnyside, comma, upstate was where I you were in last sunny, week. You were in sunny New York, right? Oh, SUNY, SUNY. No. 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 There's nope. a SUNY up there. Um, but yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. Uh, I just uh, look. Uh, I mean, just, oh, it's, all these puns are just so good. Yeah, I, I, I'm so happy we can do a, a group that's been around for like many, many years because then we can just take all these puns with their titles. Because like, oh boy, weekly, yeah. I was like, oh, there's only like the two or four EPs full front, but but yeah. yeah. Um, how was how was your time with your family? Uh, like. Yeah, I, I know it, you it spent was, like a whole week or something. Like yeah, that. I was out there for yeah a little over a week. I got back on Monday. It was really nice. Wow. Got to see them off before their move to Europe. So that was whoa, moved wait, oh, to whoa. Europe. <clears throat> my wait, yeah, wait. Uh, your, your sister's moving to yep, Europe. Yeah. Oh my wow. god. <laughs> she's she's like a she's lived everywhere. I feel like she has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, yeah, the the baby had her first flight, and I, it sounded like oh, it went wow. well. Yeah. Okay. Is, is it for work reasons or just because yes, they want to move for, for uh, house reasons? Oh, work for, reasons. For work, yeah. Yeah, um, I know but, a lot of people yeah. are like, 
when I retire, I'm just going to buy a house like in some Spanish coast or Italian coast or something like that. So, yeah. yeah that's cool. Sorry, when you said baby's first flight, I thought I immediately thought of the um, uh, I think you should leave uh, sketch. <laughs> <laughs> Steven, do you watch I Think You Should? I, I do, but which one was that? The one with the Will one Forte. With... Mm-hmm. Oh, is that from season one? one. Season one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. remember it. Season one, episode two, the end of episode the, the last one, yeah. The last of the episode. I two. just yeah. can't get at the, like, the buff boy <laughs> concept out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I keep thinking about. Where most, just, yeah, most close. Sam Richardson's just holding the mic up. Oh, come on. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna win. Uh, <laughs> oh, I really don't want to do this. Come on, man. Yeah, but I think I gotta get one of those shirts for the wedding. Those uh, <laughs> those super um complicated <laughs> designs from what's Oh the my store god, please called? do. Dan the patterns are so complicated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, uh, well okay, if you have two thousand dollars, yeah, I know you can definitely, you can definitely <laughs> buy that. Um but uh oh god, can we we got to start a I think you should leave podcast. Also. I think you, how you can leave. There you go. That'll be the name. Okay. All right. I know we're so excited to cover the uh, the artist and the album that we're going to be covering this week, but we also got to share some love to the other um, groups out there and other uh, releases. So I'm going to throw it to Steven to give our specials of the week. All right. Thank you, Chuck. And thank you for uh, doing a great job last week. Um, <laughs> This oh, week, it was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it, was go it, was, it was good. Um, this week, we have a, a five interesting releases, including three full-length albums and a couple of uh, very new groups. But starting on Tuesday, we have a favorite here on How You Can Eat. CIX is back with their first full-length album. It's called OK Prologue, Be OK. And the title track is called Wave. There are 10 tracks. Um, I couldn't find like the usual track list with credits per song, but uh, I did see that the member BX is listed as a producer, along with a lot of other names that are mostly new to me. And I did notice that uh, they listed the choreography by Casper, whom I'm assuming is the same Casper who's the main choreographer of EXO and is like in a lot of the One Million Dance Studio videos. Uh, so I, I haven't watched uh, any of this comeback yet, but I'm assuming the, the choreo must be cool. It is. It's, um, I like it a lot. Okay, that, that's yeah. good to know. I, I, we, all, we all like CIX here, yeah. so I'm, I was excited about this. Um, same day, another full-length album from the soloist or singer, rapper, producer, Gray. Um, it's called Gray Ground. And there are two title tracks for this one. One is Make Love featuring Zion T and Party for the Night featuring Loco and Lehigh. Uh, a few more names we all like. Um, there are 11 tracks on this album. Uh, other features include Hoodie, Punch Nello, and PH1. So a lot of like uh, K-hip-hop guys are on this, on this album. And I saw that for the song Eternal Sunshine, uh, Sam Kim was involved in the production, although not actually like, featured on the track. Um, so that was Tuesday, two full-length albums. On Wednesday, we have yet another debut, a new girl group. They're called Posh Girls. 
and they uh, they've debuted with a single. Well, I'm calling it a single album. Um, it's called Songs S O G Songs of Goddesses, with the title track Got Chu. Uh, they are a, an eight member girl group from Number One Media, uh, and they have four members who are Korean and then four who are Japanese, and they are calling their music Z pop for like all of Gen Z. Oh. Which, uh, yeah, I guess does that officially make us uh, chuggy? I, 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 I don't know if I'm using that word right. But you are. Chuggy. Yeah, okay. I think that yeah. officially marks the uh, start of us being chuggy. Um, mm. But there is, <laughs> there is a title track. Uh, the title track got you. Uh, but I noticed there's also one of the members' names is Jiwoo. So uh, just a nice little coincidence there. Um, and then uh, on Thursday, uh, the group Cravity is releasing their, or they've released their uh, full-length album, their first full-length album called The Awakening, written in the stars with the title track Gas Pedal, uh, not a cover as far as I know. <laughs> um, not a Sage the Gemini cover. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there are eight tracks on this album six of which are produced entirely or co-produced by PCDC. Who, and I have no idea who they are. I couldn't find any other information about them. But there are some rumors around, I, which I could not confirm. Um, but yeah, I know Cravity has a lot of fans. So uh, exciting for them to release their first full-length album. And then on the same day, there's a pre-debut release uh, from a new group called Luminous. It's called Luminous Dreaming. Um, they are a four-member boy group from WIP Company. I, well, I have not heard of. Like uh, a work, work Yeah, in I think work in progress. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the four members are named Suil, Youngbin, Wubin, and then a Korean-Australian member named Steven. Um, <laughs> the, t- <Hey. laughs> the title track <laughs> is called Kumru, which might have something to do with dream. I don't think there's an English title yet. Um, but of the five tracks on this mini album, four were written by the members. So each member wrote one of the songs. Um, and I also cool. found out for their concept, each member was assigned a unique light property uh, for their position, which Ooh, are that's, highlight. That's... Yeah. Uh, the, the four light properties are highlight, flash, flare, and moonlight. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So that that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I, they're a four-member group, which is kind of cool to see. There's always there are all these huge groups, but um, I'm curious to see how they do. So good luck to Posh Girls, Luminous. Uh, I'm not sure when Luminous's like official debut is, but it almost seems like a pre-debut release is kind of a debut in a way. But um, we'll see uh, what happens for them later this year um but yeah those are my specials of the week fantastic i i that was uh that kind of gave me idea the idea like we never kind of figured some classifications for the three of us um what what could we do like how can we what can we assign ourselves the three of us like as part of how you can eat i'm Food groups, maybe? Ooh, food <laughs> groups. Awesome. Yeah, do you think? Okay, so um, who wants veggies? Meat? Uh, grains? Dairy? There's also there's all sorts of food Bread. groups. 
Let me look at the pyramid. <laughs> okay, so you got fats, oils, and sweets, milk. You got the cheeses, the meats, the veggies, the fruits, and the bread. I feel like um, uh, uh, Stephen, you might be bread. <laughs> okay, I am down to. Be I think bread. Uh, you you you've made a sourdough before. So. That's right. Um, I can be bread. Um, then Alan Mark, what is your favorite food group? Dude, I don't know. I could take. <laughs> do you prefer meats or fruits and veggies? I feel like those are the two ones that we could do. Well, I. I I do love me some dairy. So you want dairy? I do. I do love milk and cheeses. But if you, no, I'll take fruits you, and veggies. I'll do that. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Cool. You you're to hear that is our official classification. Food groups. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> all right. So now comes the time where we can finally learn about the group that we're covering today. And it only makes sense that our own Encyclopedia Pink is giving this introduction to this group. And not only that, but he's going to be he's going to be conducting the game. So this episode is dedicated to Alan Mark. Yes. He is the one. He is the this is his ultimate group. He is the one. Uh, uh, Steven, were you a Red Velvet fan before Alan Mark or did Alan Mark make you a Red Velvet fan? I I. Uh, I... I think Alan Mark made me more of a Red Velvet fan. Okay, same yeah. here. Alan Mark not only introduced me to Red Velvet, but he made me more uh, an even more f- better fan than I was ever, ever mm. before. So I am excited to hand this week's rundown to Alan Mark. Take it away. Uh, was it hands locked, eyes locked? What's that? Whatever that song's called. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep. All right. Yeah. Hands yes. locked. So. Chuck already mentioned it, but we are going over the latest release from Red Velvet. They're back. Finally. So for those that maybe uh, aren't as familiar, especially since they haven't had a comeback in quite some time, uh, here's a little rundown. So Red Velvet is a South Korean girl group managed by SM Entertainment. They debuted on August 1st, 2014 with the single Happiness, consisting of, of some former members of SM Rookies. So Irene, uh, real name Bae Joo Hyun, Selgi, Kong Selgi, uh, and Wendy, Son Seungwan, uh, as well as a fourth member, Joy, uh, Park Soo-young. Uh, unfortunately, the girls' debut did have some controversy since the original music video for Happiness did show imagery from the bombing of Hiroshima and 9-11. So <laughs> the 9-11 attack. So uh, <laughs> SM quickly replaced that music video with a re-edited version and removed those images. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> so great, oh, great so start. So I didn't even see. I didn't so, even see the no, original. No, it's a okay. great start. Great okay. to a debut. One that was covering up a whole lot of stuff going on with SM in 2014. Uh, so um, after that, they were, had a follow-up single be Natural in the following October, which is a cover uh, originally performed by the SM Legends SES. Uh, this marked the idea of a dual concepts for the group that they would be widely known for. Um, they would perform songs that either fit the red side, which is a brighter, bolder pop song, sort of like happiness, versus the velvet side, which is smoother, sultry R&B-inspired songs like Be Natural. Then in March 2015, Red Velvet would come back with the EP Ice Cream Cake, which would also introduce the group's fifth mem- fifth and final member, Yeri, uh, Kim Yerim, uh, who uh, was also formerly an SM Rookies member. 
This EP would include two singles, the red side ice cream cake and the velvet side automatic. The former granting them their first music show win on KBS's Music Bank, marking the group finally reaching uh, some commercial success. And then success would continue through their following releases. Uh, they had the red with Dum Dum, the velvet with One of These Nights, and Russian Roulette. Uh, through the remainder of 2015 and then into 2016. Then 2017 would mark their biggest year yet. Starting off, they had two Red Side EPs, Rookie in February and The Red Summer with its title track Red Flavor in July, with the latter single debuting at number one on the Gaon charts and the other five tracks off that EP appearing in the top 50. Then they topped off that year with The Perfect Velvet on November 17th with its title track Peekaboo, marking their most successful Velvet Side release at the time. Uh, then this is the year that would sort of catapult them to a top girl group status. Uh, then 2018 would push this even further with the repackaged album The Perfect Red Velvet on January 29th, giving the legendary single Bad Boy. Uh, they would also make more waves internationally. In May, they were selected as one of the South Korean artists to perform in an inter-Korean concert in Pyongyang, North Korea. Um, and that same year, they also debuted in Japan with the EP Hashtag Cookie Jar on July 4th. They round out that year with the red side release Summer Magic and its title track Power Up in August and the velvet-ish side RBB in the title track RBB Really Bad Boy uh, in, I think that was November. 2019 would then offer another Japanese release with the EP Sappy. And they would feature. Uh, they would also get featured on a remix version of Ellie Goulding's song "Close to Me," uh, which featured Korean lyrics written by Wendy and Yeri. Uh, and then this year would also give us the Reva Festival trilogy, uh, which had two EPs and one repackaged album featuring the singles "Zimzalabim," "Umpa Umpa," and "Psycho." Uh, 2020 leading to 2021 would give us the biggest stretch of the full uh, red, the full five Red Velvet list albums after um, Wendy's stage accident in the end of 2019, which I mentioned in the Like Water episode. Uh, but we were still able to see some crumbs of uh, Red Velvet here and there. We got the subunit Irene and Sulgi uh, with their singles Monster and Naughty. Um, then we got all five of them uh, doing a cover of Boa's Milky Way to celebrate her 20th anniversary. Um, and they also had a song, their, uh, a song featured as the main song for the, uh, for the drama Startup, um, as well as Wendy's and Joy's solo debuts in 2021. Then finally, in 2021, SM Entertainment announced a full comeback due in August for the group preceded by the concept of the Mystic General Store, which was essentially an archive of the past red, of past red Velvet music and imagery set as a celebration for their seven-year anniversary. Then on August 16th, 2021, Red Velvet would finally make their return with the EP Queendom, when with its title track of the same name. And that's the album we're talking about this time. Um, but some quick notes as well. Uh, so part of their concept is that each member has sort of these assigned themes. So they have assigned colors, assigned animals, which had changed over time, assigned fruit, assigned weapons, and assigned <laughs> drinks that you could see as imagery throughout their music videos and merchandise as well. So I'll try to run through them pretty quickly because I think it's pretty cool. Especially if you watch all their MVs, you'll, you can see all these throughout all of them. So 
uh, with Irene, uh, the leader. Uh, she her color is pink. Animal started off as a cat, and then uh, after Cookie Jar became a rabbit. Uh, her fruit is a red watermelon. Uh, weapon, axe, and drink Pink Island iced tea. Her sulgi color is yellow. Her animal started off as a unicorn, but became a bear after uh, hashtag Cookie Jar. Um, fruits pineapple, weapons knife, and drink is yellow breeze. Uh, Wendy, her color is blue. Animal started off as a deer, became a squirrel. Fruit is a blue orange. So just imagine a regular orange, but inside it's blue. Uh, okay. Weapon is scissors, and drink is blue crush. Uh, joy, color is green. Animal started off as a canary, then became a chick. Uh, fruit is green kiwi. Weapons, submachine gun, <laughs> and drink. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know okay. where the weapons are coming from. I just pulled them from K profiles. And drink, uh, green sunrise. And then Yeri, the maknae, colors purple, animals turtle, uh, fruit is violet grape, uh, weapon is a beast, <laughs> and then drink is violet punch. And yeah, I don't know how much of that, it's just. Thematically, that's all there. I think somehow it all ties into some sort of lore, which we kind of see uh, a little bit in Queendom. But you know, it's it's that's that's all that is. All right. Uh, wow, <laughs> um, that was a lot and well warranted because this is a favorite of the three of us, and we are so excited to finally dedicate an episode to them uh, we're, we we've been doing this for quite some time and it's crazy to think that it took uh what 39 episodes something like that it's uh, 38, 38 something something 38 episodes crazy. to finally get some red velvet so we're happy to uh deliver that and uh talk about this awesome album uh okay so before we do that um steven i don't know this who is your bias in red velvet my bias is also Solgi. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. So we got two Solgi fans in here. So and she's it may- the best. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, really I, close is Wendy. Like, really ooh, close. Oh, Wendy. Wendy. Okay. So, um, you, uh, how you can eat fans, you already know that my red velvet bias is Irene. And that's, it makes sense because Al, Mark, and I. Um, but you know, this. This album, this um, this comeback, uh, Joy is kind of uh, bias wrecking mm-hmm. things right now, and um, that's that that came out of nowhere. But I feel like it's Solgi and Joy, right? Aren't they the most popular? I feel like they're the uh, most popular. Red Velvet. I, I feel like Irene's really popular, also. Irene's really popular. Okay, I yeah. always I just always hear Joy like. But, yeah, yeah, I think Joy's also yeah. maybe third for acting. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. yeah, I think in the most yeah. rounds. So, yeah. but I, yeah. I'm with I'm with you with the um. Wait, did you say something about Wendy? About wait, I forgot. Uh, yeah. She's like my like second, second yeah. but like yeah, very I, close. Yeah, I I feel that a little bit too. But um, but yeah, good. To I will know. say Yeri is probably my biggest bias wrecker in the group. I love oh, Yeri. Okay. Yeah, yeah. She's she's really like I love. Her show too, like oh, I watched yeah. a bunch of those episodes, yeah. and she. I'm glad that, as like a maknae of a group, that someone like she's actually doing stuff on her own. Mm-hmm. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I feel like like 
when it comes to maknae's, like if I imagine like what a, like my a perfect maknae, it's sort of yeri a little bit. <laughs> Great addition then to the group. Um, okay, Alan Mark, what is your favorite Red Velvet song? Oh God. I, I can't. Okay, what is I, what is, what, is, wow. what is the top? I have. I have a top grouping. Yeah, yeah. Red okay. Velvet are like they have top tier B sides. So my favorite mm-hmm. songs are like B sides mostly. Uh, so Body Talk, uh, Kingdom Come, and then mm-hmm. some singles. Automatic um, got me to really I love, love Automatic. Oh. Uh, got me to really love Red Velvet. I gotta say, Dum Dum, because that's my introduction to Red Velvet. Love Dum Dum, mm. and then um, I'm gonna throw out. It could be any song. I'm just say so good, so good as as well. Um, my introduction to Red Velvet was Bad Boy. Then I went backwards, and um, so my top two is top is Bad Boy. Second is Automatic. I mm. those are. And then watching the automatic music video in preparation for today's episode, I was like, "Oh, this looks like Butterfly." Like the the oh the outfit. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the, I was like, "Oh, okay, all right." Top no, two. No wonder Makes why. Sense. Yeah, so so good. Yeah, so cool. All right. How about Steven? Well, Do you have without... a favorite one? Oh, oh yeah, man, Steve. it it's hard, but I would ha- I do think that the Perfect Velvet. Is just like one of the so best mm-hmm. albums, and like the fir- oh, yeah. the first six is uh, impeccable. It's like uh, one of the best <laughs> runs of s- songs in, in K-pop ever. So, uh, so I mean, of those, I think one of my favorites is Kingdom Come. I yeah. I really love that, and then I think I have a new one, like a very new one from this album. <laughs> so Ooh, okay, yeah. I'm all right, can't wait. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. because of Kingdom Come, I, I really want to hear Red Velvet do some sort of like En Vogue cover somehow, Ooh. some way. I would love to hear that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. sorry, it's just my mind. Well, audience, we have now figured out that Stephen's favorite song is Pose. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's, without further ado, let's let's talk about the first track of the album, which coincidentally, is also the lead single entitled and the name of the album. So it's entitled Queendom. And I don't think um, it would be right for Stephen and I to go first, especially <laughs> with Alamark being, with Red Velvet being Alamark's alt group. So Alamark, please, please, please start our conversation of this album with the title track, Queendom. All right, so... You know, uh, so excited. I'm so just very happy that Red Velvet is back with new music. I don't have to keep playing the same songs over and over again. And with Queendom, I'm actually not the biggest fan of this song. That's actually how I'm going to start this off with. Like, I love them to death. Anyway, Steven, what did you think? Because <laughs> <laughs> I um, like them. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, yeah. I, I just want to uh, yeah, just put that out right in the beginning because... I think a part of it is like a part of it doesn't feel like it's a red velvet song to me. I agree. Um, and not that that's necessarily a bad thing because I think this song is still like a good K-pop song. But I feel like I could like it feels more like a maybe Oh My Girl song, maybe WJSN or maybe even a Japanese Twice track, but it doesn't have like the same red velvet sound that I'm usually like it lacks the usual kind of risk taking that Rev Velvet has with their songs and mm-hmm. singles um, which is not a bad thing necessarily it, like I think it's fine um, and I think like 
it's only been a couple of days of me listening to this album as well. So I'm sure like uh, thoughts and emotions are going to change over time. But that's like really my initial reaction to hearing this. I'm like, this feels different. Uh, and I don't know how I feel about it quite yet. And it was sort of like my fear going into this song and album coming out because SM sort of changed, not changed course, but their sound and aesthetic has morphed over time in the past year and a half that Red Velvet's been on hiatus. And it kind of shows like, not only with this comeback, a little bit with Chinese as well. It's like, now they're having these older groups adjust. Uh, so it's been really interesting to see. But I will say, I do like that this is like a nice, like disco inspired song without pushing hella deep into like a retro concept that sort of plagued us the past couple of years. So I was really happy about that. All right. Well, that was exactly kind of what I was going to say, because I I also agree with you, Alan Mark. That if I didn't know that this was a Red Velvet song, I would have been like, this is a great K-pop song. But like going through those music videos and just hearing like hit after hit after hit of Red Velvet, it just this, this seems like what they were trying to do with early Red Velvet with like pushing um, um, just pushing that uh, that the not the girl crush but just like the the brighter sound and like as as Red Velvet evolved they became way better and became uh, they had more of an iconic sound to me and like more like um, more attitude more just um, I don't know more oomph with their music and this one just seems you know it, it's like it's all the other groups that we've kind of covered it's just it seems uh in a way formulaic to sm's like wheelhouse and a part of me did not uh like it in that sense uh but another part of me actually did very much enjoy this and thought that it was very catchy and like especially with um the uh i, I wrote it down just so i could remember it the the la di da da Ba da dee da. There you go. Wait, wait. La dee da 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 da. That part. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Um, I thought that was catchy. Um, Stephen, what did you think about this song? Yeah, pretty similar thoughts to you guys. Uh, I mean, I did enjoy the song. Uh, one thing I realized about this, uh, or Chuck, you mentioned that like it's on the leadoff track and the title track, and I realized they Red Velvet does that on. All of their albums, like oh, everything. The yeah, Psycho oh, started off. Okay. Bad Boy started off. Uh, Perfect Velvet, um, and like Ice Cream Cake. Everything. All their singles are also their leadoff tracks to albums. I had, I had no idea, but um, I, I think just what I liked about the song was that it just made me feel good. I like the lyrics yeah. of it a lot. Yeah. Um, the chorus was really surprising to me um, with the the sound. It took, it reminded me of uh, like the classic Quiet album. I, I feel Ooh. like I mentioned them a lot, but uh, their album Instant Pig, um, the first one I, and really kind of the only one I really listened to of theirs, um, it has similar sounds. Um, and around that same time, uh, there was that album that Alec from Classic Quiet, uh, he was featured on. It's an M Flow album, which uh, the song he was on. Uh, it reminded me of this song. Queendom reminded me of that too. Um, so it took me back to uh, uh, that 2000s, like when I was just getting into certain music. Um, 
but there were there were some really nice moments in this, like the mm-hmm. harmonies on the "We Are Making the Rules" line. Um, I, I I thought the chords, like they're kind of those passing chords during when they say "That's our queendom," that sounded that was great. And like I love whenever Red Velvet like just harmonizes; it, they just sound so great doing that. Mm-hmm. So they they took a lot of what they do well and put it in in this song. So I enjoyed it. Maybe a little underwhelmed, but uh, I still like the song. Yeah. yeah, underwhelming. I think that's probably the the right adjective to use. But yeah, uh, I, other moments I, uh, that I did really like as well. You, since we were talking about vocals already, uh, Wendy's runs at the end were incredible. When she hits just oh, like yeah. her upper range, <clears throat> just absolutely incredible. Oh, I do have to mention uh, the song. Starts off with Solgi just saying queens. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited about all of the like teas like the teaser oh, yeah. and the concept because it just <laughs> kept saying queens and I just wanted all of the, the queens like <laughs> merchandise. But I, I feel like now I'll have to kind of I might have to make something because yeah. they have those images out there. Maybe I can turn them into something. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Um yeah, I, I don't have anything else to point out uh, as far as the song itself. But um, if you guys are good, we can move on to the music video. There was one yeah. one thing um, it. in the bridge. The the lyrics are, they say like now or never. But they also say we've got forever. So I felt like those are kind of contradictory. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's now, now or never. Now or never. But, but also we have a lot of We do of have time. forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but that that's it um yeah okay um i want to move move on to the music video because uh uh i i wanted to get the first note here and you know because of um where i work and everything like that that this music (laughs) video starts off with an airpod (laughs) an airpod flying out of the sky and like falling directly into the sewer hole oh and then it did it come or from whatever the sky? I thought it came from the dude walking past. It oh, it's just from it. the dude? Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, my bad. Okay, it came still, from the dude walking still. over, yeah, over the sewer and then falling like directly into the hole of the sewer, uh, the manhole, and then like taking a life of its own and like flying out uh, when uh, Solgi starts her line. Um, I just wanted to shout that <laughs> out because that is a very beautifully rendered uh, piece of hardware. To, uh, show on the music video, but uh, but to that note, what the heck is this music video? I don't understand it at all. Like, I, are we in like some ninja secret Ninja Turtle sewer luxurious hotel or something like that? Where like I can you guys like make this make sense out of this music video for me? Outside of the fact that it's like very pretty and awesome outfits and everything like that. I, I mean, let's see. Irene was on a motorcycle, if I remember correctly. Uh, Joy. Yeah, oh, Jory was on the motorcycle. Right. Okay, sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. Solgi was the the bellhop or like <laughs> the front desk with Wendy. Well, I I, I really like. It, it just looked really cool that first part with Wendy, like uh, with her facials and everything like that, just being all playful and mm-hmm. like warping from like one one side to another. I I had no idea what this music video was. Yeah. All I know is that it was just very nice to see the red velvet people and like have them be in wonderful outfits and beautiful backdrops. Um, 
Uh, what were your guys' initial thoughts of this music video? Besides the beautiful uh, listening device that Alan Mark is also <laughs> using right now for this podcast. Don't drop it in a sewer hole, by the way. You'll never find it again. <laughs> um, I'll start with you, Stephen. What, what, what do you think about this music video? What are your first thoughts? I mean, this? when I first watched it, um, I, don't, I don't know. I was trying to think of like what notes I was going to take. And then I just didn't really take any during my yeah, first watch. Yeah. It, it was it was really fun to watch. It was very, it was kind of fantastical and mm-hmm. different things were happening. I didn't quite get what it was. I thought <laughs> the, uh, I like the color palette though. Me too. Like, like different yep. shades of purples and, and pinks. That I really like that. Um, otherwise, I, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't think it was too special, but yeah, it, it, was, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Ella Park? Yeah. <clears throat> I think my biggest thing about the music video, um, I think I like that the songs I like about Queens, but they're also witches, which is kind of cool. I like that. It seemed like they're like witches or wizards or some sort of like thing there. But I think the main thing, it, I like that there's a lot of Yeri in this music yeah. video. And it, the storyline kind of felt like uh, a little bit of a coming of age. Uh, which is I don't know I don't know what that necessarily signifies because it's like Yeri, the youngest member, is the one that comes in. Like they're it's like they're joint. Uh, she comes in and uh, automatically like, joins the group. Like it's like she finally made it or something. It's like it's her time to finally learn the magic or something. I don't know if this ties into other lore from past music videos or just whatever. But yeah, I thought that was really fun. Like how all the the I guess her unnies would are the ones like sort of taking care of her, showing her how to use the magic. Uh, she gets the wand at the end, mm-hmm. which is really nice. Uh, so I thought that was like really, <clears throat> I, I like that it sort of establishes their dynamic as a group kind of well, kind of nicely. I thought that was really cool, and um, yeah, and just I don't know. It's it was just I like how bright it was, and just made me really happy to see them again. But it also is sort of just like a kind of a basic music video, so that mm-hmm. there's not much to it. Because uh, usually their music videos are also very like all over the place mm-hmm. and like kind of like makes sense in a makes less sense in a different way. But um, yeah, I don't know. This is also that's the first music video during the pandemic, so that's that's, <laughs> that's also something. Do you guys have a preference on whether or not you like the red side or the velvet side more, um, or you like both sides equally? Because I think I I've always been more of a velvet side guy, but I do I yeah. love both. I think I like the red videos more. If mm. if like mm. I really love the Russian roulette video, yeah, um, oh, so good. And wait, is Peekaboo? Would that be on there? What side that's was not, that? That's a velvet. That's a more of a velvet, okay. a velvet. Uh, the video. Yeah. yeah, I guess either of the ones where there's just something off about like. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, it's, the bad side. Yeah, I, I really like that. I um, uh, so uh, I think it's safe to assume that this is a red side. Uh, I would say song so. slash. Even though, video, like, I guess the more they go, it, they're sort of starting to mix mm. the two more. Yeah. Like the whole Rebbe Festival was just both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, and, yeah, this definitely feels yeah, more. Yeah, and I think, I mean, I, I, it's not that I hate the red side, but I just 
I just prefer anything velvet, even the music yeah. videos. And this one, this yeah. one is like very reminiscent of like all these other girl uh, idol groups that we've been watching the past couple episodes. Like, um, I I was getting like hints of Twice in this video, uh, especially with the um, with the uh, the dance movements and everything, and like the formations where they're just all um, like side by side. It's just like a like it's it it didn't. I guess it's not the red velvet that I was looking for. Um, I'd be curious to see if they put out music videos for the other songs in these in the album because I I see a lot of velvet in those songs and it'd be cool to see that side as well um, for come from this release. But yeah, uh, we have another. We talked about it with uh, weekly, but what is up with this theme of like being in space? You know, like the very end of the music video, they're in this like galactic, like purple um, ballroom area with like what I presume is like mm. space in the the windows and the outside and everything like that. Like people are loving space, mm. Stephen. I don't know if you yeah. uh, heard that conversation that we had, but yeah, it just seems like everyone wants to be in space right now. I didn't get to that part. I hope it no, wasn't okay. early on in the episode. But, uh, <laughs> it was the first 30 seconds of the episode. Oh, so we, oh. We, we, we just got exposed. Um, no, no, no. But um, we were just talking about that. And I just wanted to point that out because it just seemed... Yeah. Well, I, I beca- uh, For our next um, next week's artist, now that I'm curious. I think about it. Like this, At the video, they started... Uh, uh, subterranean and underground, mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. they're charting some ascension. Like mm-hmm. then, okay, so then they go like, like a clouds, around. and then yeah, yeah, and then they were in space. Oh, so gotcha, maybe gotcha. something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Ooh, I do have a note from when they were outside. Did anyone else notice? It reminded me of. I know they're not in Kwangya, <laughs> but that grassy area did remind me of some shots in. Boa's better music video. Uh, oh, when she was in a grassy area. So, yeah, I feel like I don't know. Are they trying to do like two different storylines? Just like Kwangya and one, or Espa, NCT, <laughs> and XOR at, and then are Boa, Shiny, and Red Velvet in a different sort of universe? Because uh, some of like some of Shiny's uh, imagery for their album look like was similar to some of yeah. queendoms so i don't know uh. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> wait yeah some of next level was kind of spacey too right uh mm. so yeah i don't know it could be maybe it's part of the lore maybe who knows um all i know is that when i was doing research for this uh album i found out was it irene Irene, yep. Irene was a. Uh, where was she born? Was she born on Jeju Island? Is that? If I, if <laughs> I don't know. I, I only know me. the days of the week people are born on. Locations. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love. It. No, I thought. Oh wait, I thought she's from. Or is it Joy? Because I know she usually has like a different accent, um, or like a dialect. She's from Daegu. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, from Daegu. I remember that because in like Weekly Idol, she would like to speak in her accent and everything. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> or dialect. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's Joy. Joy's the one who's uh, who was born on Jeju Island. Okay. Oh. All right. Cool. Uh, one last note of the, yes. just imagery wise I like they keep putting making sure that Irene is the cat because her eyes oh, yeah. are the two different mm-hmm. colors just like the cat is and all that they're 
or at least when they ever they have the cat in any imagery and social media, music videos, stuff like that. So ever since Ice Cream Cake. Oh. So, um, so uh, audience, you already know that Alan Mark has beautiful pink, pinkish orange, blonde hair right now, and he it's it's almost like it's natural hair, just like um, um, just like how Solgi, I think. I don't know if I, I because going through the the history, I mean, uh, what what era was that? Was that automatic? I guess uh, where where everyone had like orange and blonde hair or something like that. Yeah, automatic uh, and ice cream, ice cream cake. cake yeah. yeah, I was like, but Same I think era. yeah, I think I don't know. I like I really like. How long has Solgi had the orange? Uh, you know, only the past couple months. Oh, okay. Past month or so, I yeah. I really like she's, it. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, the only other time she's had orange was uh, Russian mm, Delight. Okay. Yeah, oh, for yeah. me, Sogi just is more iconic with like that pop of color in her hair. I don't know why. I just... Oh, oh well. Okay, cool. Let's move on to the next song in this album. It's entitled Pose, and you can probably judge by the title itself that it, it is a very... Vogue-ish song itself, so I'm gonna throw it to Steven to kind of start our conversation, and we'll uh, we'll kind of uh, jump in when we can. Yeah. Um, so you did well when I uh, said that I have like a newish <laughs> favorite song. Mm-hmm. You did throw out the pose as a I, maybe jokingly, but and I'm not gonna say it is actually that the new favorite of mine, but I find that the song is so interesting and I when I was listening to it or as I was listening to it I was just saying this this song reminds me why I listen to K-pop it's really the mm. the surprise of what a song becomes that feels like a discovery like on on these b-sides so I was this the song just took me by surprise once it got to the chorus because that chorus I felt was very like very red velvet actually it reminded me of maybe uh of like the chorus from oompa oompa or um uh i wrote it down uh of lucky girl another one of the the b-sides like they're very very bright but the rest of the song uh, of the rest of pose was different but i thought the songs were just really interesting the (laughs) pre-chorus didn't uh it didn't like lead yep on like to what it, it was going to become yep. I, I kept thinking for some reason I, I was picturing the, the fly girls from In Living Color like dancing to the <laughs> instrumental of the pre-chorus uh, and then the song just had all these like EDM-y interactions interjections that, that made it kind of even more interesting to listen to so I, I thought this was a very captivating song that's a nice way to say that it um, it was okay. <laughs> no, 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 I'm kidding. It, I, I actually very much enjoy the song, but only the the Vogue moments. Like the, it feels like know. two songs that was mashed together, and like we were just taking turns listening to it. Because the the song starts off like like you were saying, Steven, very uh, interesting, and it was just like. It was so cool. I was like, whoa, I've never heard this in K-pop before. I've never, like this, I can imagine like the the whacking moves that you would do to this song. And then like the pre-chorus hits and it's just like, wait, okay, this is like a whole different vibe. 
and then and then it switches back to the uh, like the whole fierceness like um, um, emotion and like I that then that's why I had a hard time like deciding if I like this song or not because I liked half of it and mm. um, it, while the other half may have been like a very traditionally sounding K-pop sound um, I really like this felt like a very red velvet thing to like really uh, go into you know certain musical genres that you won't normally hear in like uh, K-pop and so um, yeah it just felt, felt very disjointed and but if I could just review the the, the Vogue part like you know the, the very um, uh, the hypnotic part like that was fantastic and like that beat was so good um, uh, and yeah like it felt very like tribal in its sense like very like I don't know um, it, it just it had a beat that was like inside of me and everything but yeah I just I wish I don't know maybe it's been two days maybe it'll grow on me but um, I just know on at, at first blush I was like whoa this song's awesome oh okay whoa it's cool again okay it's the chorus okay we're back cool yeah so um, Alan Mark, what did you think about Pose? Did you strike a pose uh, for this song? Uh, strike uh, all the time. <laughs> they don't even need the song Strike a Pose. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, no, I actually, I really love this song. Actually, like this is the level of Red Velvet that I expect. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen touched on a lot of that with how interesting the chorus is and the transitions in between. Um, it's like that perfect level of weird that you hope to get. It's like a weird song, and that's why I think it fits really well. And I love it. Uh, it reminds me a little bit of like FX2, mm. which is sort of like Red Velvet has always sort of seemed like sort of the younger sisters to FX when it comes to like style and just sticking out in that way. Um, but I think my favorite part is like whoever decided to give this song to Red Velvet are like geniuses because they know it's like because Red Velvet's like really popular amongst like queer K pop fans. So giving them sort of like a ballroom inspired anthem with like the pose, the voguing kind of sound to it. Like, perfect. Like, yeah, couldn't have chosen something better. Um, but yeah, just... And also, like, based off of this, the writing credits, there's, like, Fabian Torsen, Harry Summerdahl, Ilva Dimberg, Cassiopeia worked on this as well. I know, like, Ilva Dimberg, I've seen on a lot of other uh, Red Velvet B-sides that I love. Like, uh, on the Reva Festival, they did, like, Bing Bing. And I uh, have it in front of me. Um jump in as well uh they also worked on like red flavor so it's like a lot of like these really like bright and like interesting weird uh red side songs too so i I like how this is aligns to all of that but also like still works today it's not like a like a three or four year old (laughs) red velvet song it works for today is also uh yeah um yeah, I don't have anything else to say. Does anybody else want to uh, touch on Pose a little bit more? There are or a anything couple things. Yeah. Um, so in that pre-course also, I really just love those bells that came in. That like, they were very loud, but uh, I love that it was just exciting when it came in. And I look forward to it every time it comes around. But then also, there's a kind of weird sound. It's like, did. <laughs> I, I, I know, know I've heard that. I know I've heard that somewhere, but I just, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, 
for some, I thought it was maybe that one Billy Joel song, like moving out. But I don't feel. I feel like that's not it. But it's gonna bother me what it is. So if anyone knows, uh, you can. You don't even have to email us. Whatever you want to do, just tell us where that <laughs> weird gekka sound came from. <laughs> but definitely email Steven. Okay. All you can need at gmail.com. At, at the very yeah. least. That's how you should start your your uh, conversation with us. Um, yeah. Um, if if y'all are good, we'll move on to track number three. All right, track number three entitled "Knock on Wood," and I think this is my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think it's either this or track number six. I don't know yet. It's only been two days, but. I don't know. There's just something about this song that I was just like, this just this makes me so happy. The vocals are so beautiful. Um, it starts off with this cool like pa 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 pa, and I'm just like, ooh, I feel good now. Like it's just so pretty. And I I I was like, I wrote down the note. I felt like very satisfied with the song after just a minute. And then I looked at the rest of the song. I was like, there's there's more. It's just there's more to listen to. Oh my god! Like I, I would have been happy if they if they just ended it after one. I'd be like one minute. I would have been like, this is a complete and perfect song. I love it, and um, it's great. Uh, and yeah, I just really love the the vibe that I was feeling the whole time. It was very like disco-y, uh, not like disco disco, but like a very like groovy kind of disco vibe the whole time. And it was just like, um, I don't know. I just felt like. It just, I just, I don't know. It just feels so smooth. The vocals that I was listening the whole time, and like, I, I love me a good like, like staccato like uh, chord hit like kind of song. And it's just, yeah, it was, it was so good. I, I love this song. Like, this was, this is more in the realm of like what I expect with a Red Velvet song, and just, just really smashing it like out of the park. Of, like their performance and like really feeling soulful um yeah um alamark i know you tweeted knock on wood when this album came <laughs> out what did you mean yeah, what did, did you mean when you tw- when you twatted uh knock on wood oh uh, i mean it's pretty i would like i tweeted it because on the first listen this was my favorite song <laughs> on the album uh like it touches like you mentioned it touches on that velvet r&b side that i uh that i sort of hoped for more with the album, especially looking at all the teasers and stuff, um, but then over time, I think this sort of started falling behind a few other other tracks on the album um, because I do love like how it starts off with like a smoother uh, style, but I think the the bounciness of the chorus sort of made it feel like it took it a bit too red, where mm, um, okay. which sort of like where my expectations were going the other way. So it still feels like a red song to me, um, especially with like the choice of synth and stuff. Um, but yeah, but it's still like a really fun, really great song. Um, but yeah, it like kind of reminds me a little bit of like Blue Eyed Soul music a little yeah. bit. Um, yeah, 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 I guess. So uh, which, yeah, which is really good. But uh, like I think that it fits that vibe really well. Um, but yeah, like. Really loved it, but I think there are other songs that I could say that I like a lot better on this album. Mm, okay. All right, Steven, what about you? 
What did you think about this song? So this song is my favorite song on the album, and is now oh. really one of my favorite Red Velvet songs. I I think it's <laughs> I think it's truly oh, a brilliant、snap. song. I think of maybe all of the songs I've heard this year. It's a、wow. song that I would have, I would choose if like I could have written any song that I've listened to. It would have been this one. Oh, I love this. <laughs> oh, I, love I, I just this. thought it, it was so good. It's also the sound that I was wanting and、mm-hmm. hoping that they would have. And、um, there's and I think like what Alan Mark touched on for Pose that the song was given to Red Velvet was. Like the perfect choice, and I was hoping that,、mm-hmm. in a way, I was hoping that the writers were writing for Red Velvet. Like it on on this track, it has Ellen Berg、mm-hmm. and、uh, Casiopeia. They did, and, and, and Moonshine, Moonshine as right?、Well. They are like、yeah. collaborators often, also for Luna.、Um, and then,、um, but <laughs> like, it seems like they just know what suits、uh, Red Velvet well, and. I, I, I just really love this song.、Um, I can just talk about the, the parts I liked.、Um, Do it. I was I was just when I was listening to it, I was almost just reveling in how much I loved、ah. it. Like reveling, reveling, yeah. Okay, so the things I things go, I go off, Stephen.、Um, go off. I love that they they brought the harmonies early on in the song. A lot of times you'll hear it's just going to be each singer gets their their sections, but then later on is when they'll bring it in. I love that they they brought in Red Velvet harmonies early on.、Um, the the melody of Joy's first lines when she comes in, I I really love that section. It's kind of like the verse two, but still at the beginning of the song.、Um, and then in the chorus, there's a part that is very similar to. Like the end of the pre-chorus, so、uh, I like that they brought it that part back,、um, and I, 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 maybe that is what made it sound really, really good.、Um, but then I think one of my favorite parts of the song was at the end of the bridge, where it was Wendy, and I think I was expecting it to be a more like powerful ending to the bridge, but she sings. It's like they keep it at this very, the, at the same level. Um, and I, I really thought that was a great choice to keep it at at that level. I felt like it worked with what the story of the song was.、Um, it seemed like this the the perspective of the the singer was that they were just trying to keep level headed and like not trying to invest too much yet, but they're still really hopeful that this person will like them too.、Um, and then. The outro, like the EQing, I love that.、Uh, but then they brought, it, it, yeah, it was just lots of great moments. I, I cannot express how much I love this song. <laughs> All right,、uh, Alan Mark. Now, now knowing that Stephen and I love the song so much, are you going to、uh, <laughs> you're going to change? Are you going to do revisionist history and talk about how this is now after hearing Stephen's glowing review? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I I don't have any other like standout moments、um, aside from the fact that during the rap break there was a mention of Harry Potter, Willy <laughs> Wonka,、mm-hmm. and the sorry, Harry Potter,、uh, 
uh, Willy Wonka and Wizard of Oz. And I was like, what? I don't know why it's here, but I love it that it's, that it's there. But um, but yeah, I I um I agree. I, I agree with you, Stephen. Like this is this is a great this is such great energy from beginning to end. Um, it and like I I I understand why Alan Mark this song fell back for him because at the end of the song it was doing a fade out but then it came back with uh with one more uh <laughs> one, yeah, one, one more note and then Al- mark is like that's it <laughs> oh man um does anybody want to say anything else about knock on wood before we go on break i think i think with knock on wood i am good <laughs> as you should <laughs> okay uh I, i'm really loving the energy of this podcast like it's it's clear that we all three of us love red velvet so i'm excited to hear what else we have to say about the uh final three tracks and you'll get to hear more about that when we come back from break so stick around go to the p-side grab some water and uh we'll see you on the b-side All right, welcome back to the B-Side. As you already know, we like to play a game when we come back from break. And this week's game is brought to you by none other than Alan Mark. Alan Mark, take it away. Ah, yes. Oh, my God. Things just fell into place perfectly because I'm also doing the game for the Red Velvet episode. So Holly Kinnead presents another quick bite, Mise and Plus. Red flavor edition. <laughs> Except it's going to be more good. than just red flavor. It just makes sense. Okay. Good, okay. good font right. usage. I, I could imagine that on like a menu, a fancy French restaurant menu. So yeah. good for you. Yeah. So you know Mise en Place already. That's where I show you a screenshot of a music video blocked out of food. And you have to guess what food it is. Except this time, it's the reverse version of Mise en Place. So this time, I will show you the food featured in the Red Velvet oh. music video. Oh. And you have to guess which music video it is. It's simple as that. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. All, right. All right, cool. Are you ready for this? All right. Hold on. <laughs> Zimzella Bim! <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. So, number one. So, here. uh, So, the choices of songs or music videos are Happiness, Automatic, Ice Cream Cake, Dum Dum, Russian Roulette, Red Flavor, Would You, Rebirth, (laughs) Peekaboo, Bad Boy, Hashtag Cookie Jar, Power Up, Sappy, (laughs) Zimzella Bim, Psycho, and Queendom. Um, there and, is an image for each of these songs. Oh my god! Oh no! But and there is no, a okay. None are doubled okay. up, so you'll only have one <laughs> answer for each one. Okay. So, okay. Yes, there are almost seventeen, but I decided to cut one, so we only have sixteen to deal with. 
So this first one, you can see it looks like some sort of uh, pasta with looks like clams, uh, like a seafood pasta. So clams and spaghetti, something like that. So, yeah. Okay. I I thought from the description you were going to show us a picture that taken not like just another Googled image of like a oh, picture of, of the, the same food. food and we would have to guess like... <laughs> oh no, no. These are... These are like, I took stills from the music videos yeah, and cropped okay. only to only show the food. Yeah, and I, maybe I'm some really clues ready. as to what music video it could be. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Some of these may be quite blurry also. Just that's letting okay. you know. That's okay. So that's number one. The seafood pasta. Number two. There's uh, some pomegranates. You can see someone's legs there. There's also a glass of champagne behind it, so I don't know if that that helps, but yeah, it's a pair of legs with some uh, like black suede boots and fishnets. That might that might help. That might clue you in. It does not. All right, (laughs) all right, that's fine. We can always go back if you need more. So this one, oh, God. It's, a, it's a pile of donuts. <laughs> That's really, it's just a pile of donuts. <laughs> oh, man. I was actually preparing for the normal version of this game. <laughs> me too, me too. And this is awful. This is awful. I will say this pile of donuts is on a table filled with food. Yeah. There is a whole oh, bunch of food on this table. I also realized going through all their music videos, they have a lot of food lot in of their food. music videos. So perfect, perfectly fit Man. my themes. Okay. I'm just gonna wait for the, all the images the ones and then I, yeah. I'll okay. yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna I, I don't know this one. So I'll just I'll, I'll process some elimination. Perfect. All right, we're going to number four. This one might be one of the easiest ones. So this is um, oh, God. a jar oh, God. of cheese balls. That oh are getting blown out. Oh my god! What you can see someone in the background as well. The costuming might be mm-hmm. able to tip you off. Oh god! What video is this? I will say that this is from towards like the end of the music video. Oh my god! I'm okay, pretty sure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess this for now. I'm not even looking at the food. I'm looking at everything yeah. else around yeah. the video. Okay. All right. Number five. <laughs> a big old dragon fruit. <laughs> Let's say this just, just shows up in the background. Oh, okay. You can see a little bit one. of something in the forefront. Steven, uh, you also know this one? Yeah. Yeah. I we got it. I think I know this one. A big yeah, five, old dragon we got unlocked. Fruit. All right. Don't worry. We got this unlocked. Then we'll go move Five's on to good. number six then. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> it's just a single mango floating in water. <laughs> wow. Like, where in this video? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it looks like- sure. Let's just guess. Let's just guess what. Oh my god. I don't. There are a couple of these I didn't watch, so it's. No, I'm, 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 I'm upset. <laughs> I'm, I, let's get this. 
<laughs> okay, I <laughs> say come back to this one. All right, I'll, I'll note six as one we will for sure have to come back on. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna help. All right, number seven. This one might be an easy one. Oh, so this God. is a pizza bread house. <laughs> it's a house oh, made out of pizza. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. Sorry. This is definitely pizza. one of the easier pizza. ones. Pizza is the clue. <laughs> Alright, I won't spend too much time on this one. Right. We move on Thank to eight. <laughs> it's a close-up okay. of a pineapple. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 I know wait, this wait, video. Wait. I you could see something on the pineapple that could clue you in as well. Uh, what? Okay. Did I write it? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. What? I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of pineapple. I I had a. I'm second guessing one of my other choices. Yeah, me now. too. <laughs> this I might not. This, this might not be the only pineapple you see. Oh man. Oh, okay. Shit. I think I know. So, this so, one, Steven, stay true at five. Five. We got yeah, five. five. We know <laughs> five. Sure five know. is the one. That that one's for sure. Because there's, I'm sure there's like, ten other. Uh, I forget which seg segment it is, but we got five. Five is okay. okay. <laughs> this is this is this is messing up five though for me. <laughs> okay, I'm just I gonna. Could, I, I probably could have chosen a better image for from this music video, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is the one yeah. I chose. Okay. All right. Guesses are in. I move <laughs> on to number nine. Um, this one's kind of cheating. It's just a cup. <laughs> I don't uh, know if you could actually tell if there's anything in it, but it's a cup of something. <laughs> or a mug. I don't know. It's a mug. There's a there's a handle I don't on know. it. I have no idea. All right. Oh All right. Well, I guess it looks like some guesses are in. So I'll yeah. move on. <laughs> I forgot about this one. <sighs> oh, this one's hard. <laughs> bowl of... It's a bowl of random fruit. Okay. And it's it's uh, zoomed in quite a lot. <laughs> okay, looks looks bright. Um, and at least like that might help you guess if it's red side or velvet side. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of these are red side, honestly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number eleven. There's a bunch of bread <sighs> on a desk, and one of the members is holding like a bagel, other bread, which is a desk full of bread. <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Yep. I know this one. <laughs> you got this, Chuck. You got this. Uh, uh, Steven, you need some hints for this one? Sure. I know the music video. I know the music video. I'll say that Red Velvet you, you doesn't ready? do a lot of school concepts, so. Yeah. Uh, like, they rarely you do. You remember the, okay, this is the video, Steven, where a guy comes in through the door, and the whole music video is just one shot of them as 
this. Do you got? Do you get that? Does that help? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna win this together, Steven. Oh man. We're gonna tackle this game together. Okay, Oof, that's okay. I don't know. Okay. Oh, okay. That was that. That's the biggest clue I can give you without telling you the actual title of the song. All right. They're just looking at the door. The whole music video. Uh, okay. It's in slow motion. Right, right, Alamark, right? Yeah. yeah. I think I think I'm I'm remembering the music video correctly. Oh, I'm so happy. I'm like, because I was like, I, when I was watching all the music videos, I was like, look for food, look for food. Yeah. <laughs> and and in the video, this is the only food visible. Oh, I feel good about this one. If I get none of them wrong, I know I got this one right. All right. I'll do to that. All right. Then uh, let's move on. Two twelve, another piece oh, of bread, no. and it's a big no, piece no. of bread. Once, <laughs> someone's holding it. Feel less. One <laughs> was she blonde? <laughs> uh, okay. It's a nice bread. Is it bread or cookie? Oh, that's <laughs> that's, that's bread. That's I'll bread. say it's bread. That's a big piece of bread. Hmm. I don't know if this is easier or harder than the usual music classes. I think this, this is, is definitely harder. harder. <laughs> yeah, because at least we know food, you know. True, and I give you just three choices to choose from usually. Oh yeah, this is this is tough. Okay. All right, guesses are in. I'll move on. Thirteen, a box of cereal. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I got this. Okay. Yes. Okay. I think I've got this. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping this I, is this I'm one's on the easier one. side. I'm hoping. If you remember, like it's a fun moment in the music video. Um, all right. So I think guesses are in. So let's move on to 14. Ooh. <laughs> so this one is <laughs> a good. <laughs> it's an image of a cherry on someone's outfit. <laughs> Should have paid closer attention. <laughs> okay. All right. I think I think some guesses are in. We can yeah. always go back. Yes. All right. So fifteen. We're almost there. Another pineapple, but this oh. one is sort of like a floral arrangement. So wait. Oh, that's that's not the same pineapple. Nope. This is a different pineapple. Oh man. Oh, man. Okay. <sighs> I remember watching this video and being like, how do you make like a permanent, uh, like, like from an actual fruit, if it was possible? <laughs> thinking like, could you cover it in something? Oh my God. Which one was this? Uh, I just. There's so many, there's so yeah. many music videos. This one. Hmm. Oh, man. I don't know how to describe this one. It's taken. Oh man. Okay. I will say, okay. A hint on this one: not all the members are featured in the music video. Okay. Oh. 
Which one is that one? All right. Well, I'll let okay. you simmer on that one. We have one more. Okay. So, <laughs> last <one>. sixteen, <laughs> a lollipop. <laughs> oh sh! Wait, it's just a lollipop. Oh, okay. wait. I think it's this. Gotta oh, be that. <laughs> yep, just the, the lollipop. The best part is that you put. You put Queendom on here, and I have no idea. Which <laughs> yeah, I was like, you took from Queendom. <laughs> I was just like, wait, I feel like I've seen, I've, I've watched that music video a lot. Oh. <laughs> so let's let's go through these. So number one, finally see if you get these answers right. Just tally on your own side. Is boom automatic. automatic. And well, I did actually recognize the food, but pants. Me yeah. too. I wrote down clam pasta because I was like, ooh, I got to remember clam yeah. pasta. You both got this right. So, next up, number two, the first <laughs> trip up in this one. Let's see which I want to see what y'all guessed. All right. Number two, bad yes. boy. You can see it no! right. No! Oh. You can see it right down here. <laughs> you can see it right there. All right. So, judging Love by your <laughs> judging by your uh, by your reactions, I know what happened. All right, number three. Okay. With the donuts. Hashtag cookie jar. <laughs> Why didn't I guess that? I'm so I should have just guessed it. Okay. Good job, Stephen. All right. Thank so you. that was number three. number four. Let's see. Yeah, I think y'all y'all are good on this one. Dumb dumb. Okay. One of my favorite shots yep. in a music video. It's it's so good. Are you are you four for four so far, Steven? I am. Wow. I know That's good. As long as you win. On, <laughs> it gets <Yeah>. tricky. <laughs> Anybody's game. All right. Number five. Y'all were pretty confident with this one, so I'm pretty happy with my choice. Yeah. Oh, yes, thank God. There it is on the right. All right, number six. Okay, well, you okay? So you both actually guessed the same thing. No. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And you're right. What? It was ice cream cake. Yes. Oh. Yes. It was in the yes. pool scene. Uh, Irene oh. just laying in the pool. Uh, there's just wow. a lone mango wow. floating in the water. I don't understand. Good job, Steven. Yeah. Good job. Good, good job. job, both of you. That okay. was good. Glad I didn't change it. Good, Good job. job. All right. We'll see how the rest of this goes. Number seven. Yeah. Oh, you're both are confident in this one. It's the yeah. pizza house that Joy was crawling towards. Right. Mm -hmm. All right. Because they're just killing pizza boys in that music video. All right. Number eight. So there's the pineapple. Let's see. Number eight is not red flavor. Oh, it was power up. What? Right. You... I that's, hate you. That's the beginning of the music video the when baby. it goes up. And then it's oh, them plugging you. in. Did you do Red Flavor too, Steven? Yeah, I did. Uh, I hate uh, you. That's okay. Oh. Okay, well, I got nine wrong. All right. So nine was... I don't even know what y'all guessed. Oh, yeah. Was Psycho. So Sulky hey, holding mean, up the... That's the darkest video. The darkest video. Have, like... <laughs> Visually, mm -hmm. so I had to pick that. Oh man, 
<laughs> All right, number sad. 10. Number 10. I want to see what y'all guessed on this one. Number 10. Steven said Queendom. Chuck said Sappy. I think it's Queendom. It is Queendom. Oh, Queendom. Okay. So good. Steven, yeah. congratulations. Just right there on a random cooler and when they were kind of outside. I think it was just the green in the back. Yeah, that's <laughs> that smart. Thinking yeah, smart thinking. Okay, I know I got 11 wrong. 11. This one, I'll do this one. This one was Rebirth. Oh, that's yeah. one I did not watch. In uh, and I, I, I watched the whole thing because I was like, is it going to change? And it did not. No, this, is the, it's, this is the whole video. <laughs> it's such a fun okay. music video. Okay, I got, I got 12 wrong. I feel like their the assigned stuff is like fits them very well. Like the food, the the books, the mirror. Yeah. All right. Number 12, which is Yeri holding up that big piece of bread. Um, oh, you both got this wrong. Uh, this one was oh, red man. flavor. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Out oh, of all of the fruit I could have chosen, I chose the bread. <laughs> <sighs> all right. Number okay. 13. Uh, the cereal, you both got this right. Russian roulette. And then 14. Um, yeah, you (laughs) both got this wrong. So this one was sappy. It was on (sighs) Wendy's shorts or skirt. I can't see from this angle, but yeah. Wow. Great song. Couldn't figure out where the food was. So I just chose it from the clothes. Yuri also (laughs) had some food on her skirt, so. But I went with the one that you could actually see a bit better. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and then the fruit, the oh, the pineapple. Uh, I got this one. You yeah. did. It was would you? Oh sh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one's where. Oh, oh no. Okay. Oh. Uh, you still uh, won, Stephen. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll see. And then. <laughs> Lastly, oh, you both got it wrong. Uh, the last one <laughs> was the oh the lollipop floating mm-hmm. around them in the Zim. teacup in Zimzella Bim. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Can you beat eight, Stephen? I got, got ten. ten. Congratulations, so congrats, Steven. You made you it. You made oh. it. Oh, my gosh. That Win number 12. Congratulations. Or oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh I'm not reading I'm all sorry. that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh. That, game. that was fun. You're yeah. welcome. <laughs> you like stepped it up to another level. The next level, if you will. Ooh. Oh. Were you going to Kwangya? <laughs> Okay. Um, cool. Well, congratulations, Stephen, for winning this week's game. It was a tough one. It was a long one, but well worth the uh, yeah. journey. You could uh, cut I out did. a lot of that looking at the slides. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll just cut it to when uh, Stephen wins. Just <laughs> we don't want that. I don't want that embarrassment. Okay. We have three tracks left to cover i'm curious to find out what is alan mark's favorite um, because he kind of hinted it'd be in the b-side so let's start off with track number four we started off with alan mark 
on the A side. So I'll do it the same on the B side. Track number four is entitled Better Be. Alan Mark, what did you think about Better Be? So with Better Be, I thought this should have been the single. This is the instrumental that showed up in the teaser, the mm-hmm. videos. Those, and I really liked that sound with that synth that they had. I was like, ooh, this is going to be an interesting uh, comeback. That's why I thought I was going to go towards that direction. Ultimately, it didn't. We got Queendom instead, which is fine. But this, I love the I love the instrumental. I love this beat. It's so good. Um, I love how the melody rides along with it real nicely. It's, um, and I, uh, it feels like it could be like, a B-side on Irene and Sulgi's EP as well. I had that vibe, at least until the chorus, um, which, um, but it just was so good. I love, uh, like, I don't know, this one is just one that I just love to listen to. It's um, the, um, the oh, the bridge harmonies as well. So mm-hmm. sweet, thought that was so cool. So yeah, I think this one, as I listen to it more, might be my current favorite on the album. I really like it um, and just love listening to it whenever time I get to it. Like the more and more I listen to it, it like grew on me. Um, but yeah, we'll see. I think this with this EP, it might be pretty fluid over time. So, But right now, I will say this one's my favorite. Interesting. Um, this is definitely the third top three for me. Um, I, I think I like the bridge the most as well when you're talking about that. Um, but yeah, I, I I very much love the song. I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's very much a uh, a song that I really, 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 really love. And like, I, I, I just love that beat. It, it's I, I know I mention it a lot, but um, you can kind of tell with kind of the producers who I don't know who, who who's on this track but definitely musically uh, the style is reminiscent I, I always bring up UK because I, I just feel like if you're if you're doing cool dance beats you're probably from the UK or something like that uh, or you're from Europe but um, that's what this has it has I, I don't know what instrument that is it, it's it's almost like um, oh, I don't know I feel like I've heard it on like some Final Fantasy game or something like that, <laughs> like the, like the little like, like it's very like a like bongo like type instrument going on in the background, and it, it, it I don't know, it's just going back to what you were saying, Steve, and Pose, it, it provides that like interesting element that makes you want to just keep listening to the song over and over again, and I, I think um, that was cool, and then it had very, you know. Um, very in Red Velvet's wheelhouses type harmonies, especially with the like very like um uh I, I don't know what uh I forget which era of music that is. Uh it's not doo wop, but like, you know, uh yeah, that 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 style where it's like um you, you do kind of have like those awesome runs as a group and then you can really show off you know, vocal talents and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I I like this song too. Uh, Steven, uh, what about you? What what stood out to you? What, what parts of this song do you like? Yeah. Or if you, do you hate it? it? It's kind of interesting because this song, I give the almost useless distinction of being the one I enjoyed 
the least, even though I liked it <laughs> a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah, just yeah, like I, know. I, know I guess I like all the other songs more, but it, it, it's hard not to like this one. Um, I guess maybe because of it has that slightly loungy sound that I, I don't typically like. Um, yeah. But I had the same note of this reminding me or thinking it could be uh, an Irene and Sogi song. Um, I think one of the things uh, about it was the synths. I thought they could have chosen a different sound for it. And then there was also this slightly annoying, like very high-pitched sound that I kept hearing. And I, I don't know if it's if it was just happened to be the like maybe it wasn't actually from the song. But when I was listening to it, there's something really high pitched in the chorus that was kind of annoying. And uh, but if no one else hears it, maybe it was just a oh, weird is thing that I the like? It sounds like a string a little bit. It it's it was really faint, but I I don't know if yeah it was just really really high that bothered me. Um, but I mean. Yeah, I love that bridge, that the better, 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 better part. It's so good. All the harmonies on this are so good. Like Wendy's ad-libs at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, there's so much to like about this. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess this is my least favorite. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how to say it otherwise, just because they're all, all really good songs. Mm-hmm. It's the uh, the... The least of the best. Yeah. No, the least of the best. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I do want to also note, sorry, I I think this one also had my favorite rap on the album out of Mm. all of them, I think. I love the laid back, like, so almost whispery sound to it. Um, Usually I'm not like, don't think too much of like, um, like Irene and Yuri's Mm. raps, but I liked how they they worked it in here because it fit the vibe really well. Nice. Okay, let's move on then to track number five, entitled "Pushing and Pulling." Um, I, I guess I'll. I don't really have many notes, and by I don't really have many notes, I really mean I don't have any notes. I, I only wrote one word, and "ballad" is the word I wrote. Um, but I'm gonna probably wing it as I go along. But. What I remember from listening to this song is this sounds like the exact song you'd want to have playing when Alamark is presenting to you why Red Velvet is <laughs> the new sync or, you know, this day's sync Because this, this for me is very much, if I said better be, it was sounded like a Red Velvet song. This one for sure, vocally. Um, oh, yeah. It like shows off their ability as a group to um, come in at the right moments with each of their, um, um, you know, each each of their uh, vocal styles and um, you know pitches and everything. And like this, this sounds just very pretty on a vocal level. I don't know if I, um, um, I, I it was very smooth if I remember from the beat. Um, um overall I, I think the beat I think it was like this chord that was just kinda of like ping pong back and forth if I remember correctly. It was like a ding dong ding dong ding dong something like that. Um so you know, cool. Like 
I, I liked it, but really it's the, the vocals is really what makes this uh, song um, stand out to me. Um, uh, but I, I will say, I think I, I am, if Better Be was Steven's least of the best, I think Push and Pullin' was my least of the best because I, I, I don't think I, I, maybe it just wasn't the sound I was looking for for this album. Um, not that it wasn't a very beautiful and pretty sounding song. I just, uh, I didn't, like it as much as the other songs um uh let me let me go to you steven uh what what are were you uh were you pushing the song away or were you pulling it towards you i was <laughs> i was pulling it towards me um <laughs> i guess yeah i i think i'd say this is my like my second favorite song on the album awesome mm, uh nice. right away i really love the chord progression and um i loved how the drums came in even though i felt they could have been a little heavier. Uh, I think it could have uh, maybe could have sounded better if the drums hit harder. Um, but I love the chorus on this, and it, I agree that it sounded very like purely a red velvet chorus. Um, mm-hmm. the, uh, I, I agree also about how great it sounded vocally, especially uh, the line "Tell me why you do it like tell, why you do me like that." Joy sings it first. And I thought she sounded so pretty on, on when she sang it. Um, I actually even I thought it was Solgi the first time around, um, but it found out it was Joy. Um, but I mean, they both are great singers. Um, also loved some of the instruments they use, like on the chorus, these like higher like Rhodes keys, um, really delicate touch on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there was just. There was a passage that reminded me a lot of a part in BTS's like very early song, Just One Day. Um, mm. But that was also bothering me. And then I finally figured it out. But yeah, uh, this is a song co-written by Kenzie, uh, like a long time SM writer. So uh, I, I just really enjoyed this one. What about you, Alan Mark? Yeah, this one's so nice. I mean, you mentioned all the harmonies, the vocals. This is probably the best vocal performance on the album. Uh, just everything just sounds so good on it. Um, I like that this was like sort of an old doo-wop-y R&B pop style. Uh, sort of a la early Ariana Grande, which is nice. And I know sure, yeah. Yeri would enjoy that reference that I put out there. She loves Ariana. <laughs> um, but I also like that it aligns a lot with like the sweet b-sides that red velvet has done like his like throughout their entire um time like with little little about love or something kind of crazy it fits that mold of like a really like bright and sweet uh b-side that like i always look forward to that and it's always so refreshing to hearing that on their um each of their albums and eps so um yeah that's that's really like my best like the the vocals are really the biggest note that i have for that it's just they just sound amazing. The harmonies are perfect. So, yeah. But yeah, I like I like the song. Um, yeah, I don't think it's definitely like right in the middle for me on this album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, Steve, do you have anything else? I, I, uh, there's probably one note you have left no, to throw uh, in there. That was it. Yeah. Cool. All right. I know. I know it's tough. But we're gonna have to conclude our time with Red Velvet and talk about the last track, 
entitled Hello Sunset. And I, I can start real quick and just say that I think this is my second favorite song. I think it, a lot of the um, songs that I gravitate towards to seem to coincide with moments in my life, like moments that I'm having currently in my life. And like right now, um, when I'm planning a wedding, it's just like obviously extremely stressful. There's a lot of things left. I just, um, I don't know, I forget if I mentioned it prior to the start of the recording but I am a month away from the wedding so it's like down to the wire mm -hmm. now like all this stuff and Hello Sunset was perfect perfect like de-stressor and just perfect um, mellow um, I was immediately bobbing my head and just kind of like like how you would if you were like going to an intimate like neo soul concert and like just like a three-piece band with an amazing vocalist everyone's just on like comfy couches with their drinks and just like vibing out to the song that's that's the song for me like i, I would love to, to just watch this i i don't think it's a stool song but um it maybe it's a standing up song and then they, their stools like next to the microphone stand i don't know where their water will you know their water bottles will hang out in. but yeah i just this is a very there's nothing about this that should scream like oh it's the best song um aside from the fact that like again it's what i love about red velvet it's their r&b soul flavor that they can just add to any song and it's just I love a good song where they're just like trying to overlap each other vocally and then just you know just you hear everything because it's just so clear like the distinction in their voices and it's just it's just very pretty got a great guitar I, I know I'm talking a lot about this song but um, I'll, I'll, I'll leave it to you guys to kind of add on anything else you want. Um, Alamarca, what, what are your thoughts on this song? Uh, this song is just so pleasant. It has such a nice, pleasant vibe. Uh, kind of like reminded me of like Bobby Caldwell a little bit, which is really nice. Sure. I, I, um, yeah. But yeah, it just like gives off like sunset on a beach vibes. There's a bit of a breeze. Mm -hmm. Bonfire just started. You know, it's going to be a yep. nice night with friends. Um, but yeah, and it's just like, uh, one particular thing I want to point out is actually a, a, a line, a lyric, where uh, they sing, Thank you for waiting for me. I'll give you a big hug. And it just makes you want to like crying emoji because I think Wendy's the one that sang that too. So just like, yeah. yes, you've been waiting for so long patiently. And we're just very happy that they're back. So saying hello to the sunset, whatever that means, if it's the next chapter in their lives or just a closing of an old one. I'm very... Like, just happy that they're around still and doing stuff. So, um, yeah, this one just this one is also makes me feel good, just like how yours sort of uh, how you mentioned as well. What about you, Steven? Yeah, uh, to me, well, something that I remember seeing recently was that people were kind of lamenting the fact that we've passed the last sunset past 8 p.m. in New York City. And that's Whoa. kind of the uh, the like yeah. feeling um, that the sun gave me. Kind of late summer. It, you're just kind of trying to like still enjoy the last of the, uh, the, the good times of the summer. And I, I was just thinking about 
this is another this is a song to listen to like while while floating on something in a pool like on like an inner mm-hmm. tube and just like looking at the sky kind of like, like a mango yep just like <laughs> the ice cream cake video um I, yeah i did really enjoy this song too uh one of the things i i thought was made it i think gave it the the relaxing sound that it it had was the the snare drum it feels really late when it comes in it seems like it's okay like it's almost lazy that's the word i had came up with like it feels kind of lazy and it it's almost coming in at the last possible moment to be still on time and i, I really thought that gave it this really steady like relaxing feeling and it, the song just feels like a natural way to end an album mm-hmm. um i really like it uh this was the song that i wrote uh, reminded me of something kind of crazy all the way from oh. all the way back in the, the early mm. catalog. Um, but yeah, great, great way to end the album. Um, yeah. That's nice. That's a nice way to end. That's a nice way to end our conversation of this album. Aside from, you know, everything else. Okay. Uh, I'm taking last calls, guys. If you want to go back to any of the other songs or if you want to uh, talk about Red Velvet as a whole. I mean, we talk about Red Velvet enough. Uh, I don't <laughs> think we need to. Yeah, I don't think we need to say anything about like. Oh yeah, really glad uh, that they're uh, they're they're a great group. Really promising to see what they have ahead. Now they're they're <laughs> a, a storied group, and it just it just goes to show that they it doesn't matter what they do. Like we're we're here like nitpicking, but like yeah. it's Red Velvet. Like it doesn't matter what they do. It's amazing. It's it's like better than a lot of. Uh, some of these other songs um like by a mile and it's just it's just uh it's just for it makes for good uh podcast i guess um but al mark i'm gonna leave you last because it, it's only right that you start and end our conversation about red velvet so steven if you want to say anything about red velvet yeah, go ahead sure um so one thing i found out while just like listening and then as alan mark mentioned uh they debuted in august of 2014 Mm-hmm. The same month I, I moved to New York City. So oh. I moved to Queens. So it's just been seven, <laughs> seven years yes. with Red Velvet. Seven years here. Um, in Queen, and I think, uh, yeah, in, Queen, in Queens. Queendom, New York. Yeah. Um, so like with well, all of the, the, the concepts in the lead up to the release, I think it invited a lot of retrospection from, from themselves and from the fans. So like... I, I was just thinking about Red Velvet and how they, it seems like they don't, I don't know, they don't always reinvent themselves, but they exist almost like they are a singular entity in K-pop and they, it's, they don't always intentionally, I think, follow trends, but they are also able to create them as we have seen uh, recently. Um even not even from one of their recent songs, uh, but I think just about this album, there's yeah, there's so much I was hoping for and expecting, and I think they lived up to all of my hopes and expectations. There were points of the album as I I was so effusive with my praise earlier, but I was just uh, left in awe of, while I was listening to it, and uh, I am just so happy 
that the OT5 is back. All right. Take it home, Alan Mark. Ooh. All right. Well, it's funny because like from all these notes, like I, I still really love all of the songs. I think I would say, um, what do we call it? Like the the least best one it was <laughs> yeah, probably the best of the like, least. Was the best of, of the best. Yeah, it was probably ended up being Queendom, I think, the main title track. But Red Velvet's always been a strong B-side uh, group anyway. Like their B-sides are just incredible. So I think like this album... Um, first, I mean, just them being back in the first place is just the greatest gift that <laughs> I could get. Uh, but yeah, like, but I think overall, it might be a little underwhelming based on my initial expectations. They were quite high, um, especially after coming back for, I think it's almost been two years, more than two and a half years for sure. Um, but like, I definitely like this. I think I like this EP still better than some other ones like Summer Magic, Russian Roulette a bit. But still under a bar from like the Reva Festival EPs and Rookie, I would say. Mostly because the though all the B-sides are great, there's none that really like stand out and like punch me with how great they are like some of the other ones do. Um, but I think also I'm curious to see how I'll feel six months to one year down the road. Because I know there were some songs that definitely took a lot of time, even years to grow on me, like Cool World. Um uh, just a few other like little little grew on me like took time some time to grow on me so um, I assume that most of these the same thing will happen um, but yeah I'm just like I'm just thankful that they're back they're finally back making more music it is their seventh year so I am a little bit fearful what potentially what the future will look like uh, but I think no matter what we've seen uh, all like these women grow so much with musically. Um, like vocally, they're all great. So I'll be looking forward to what they do next. Um, so yeah, whatever that is, maybe it's a repackage of this with some velvet side stuff, um, or maybe it's just another velvet, uh, comeback, but regardless, like they're true artists and I'm very, very happy to hear them, see them and, uh, welcome back Queens. All right. Thank you so much for choosing to dine with us. We really hope you enjoyed your meal and we hope to see you next time. Please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a good tip on any of your favorite podcast platforms. You can follow us on all the socials. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And like I said at the top, you can even email Steven at howyoucaneat at gmail.com. Oh, I don't want this time to end. I feel like I well, one, I'm happy that we were able to do a red velvet episode after like 37 episodes in. Because like, could you imagine if we did a red velvet episode in like week two, week three of this podcast? <laughs> I don't think we would have done it as much justice as we as we did for this mm. episode. So I'm glad. I hope we don't have to spend too much time apart uh with red velvet. Um, but yeah. Uh looking forward to our, our our uh, inevitable comeback with them. Uh, so for Alan, Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. So long, stay safe, and we'll see you next feast. See ya, and happy birthday, Hustle. Happy birthday, Hustle. Queens. <laughs> <laughs>